All right, welcome back. This is season two. Two times is better. I mean, way better season than last season. We're going to up ourselves in every way possible. No one's going to be ready for this season of the podcast, all right? Yeah. And then we're going to get we, canceled twice as fast. And then, and then season three is going to be better. And then season four, five, six, and onward are all going to go downhill. Actually, That's how it works. Actually, uh, yeah, season everything from now on will go downhill. Yeah, after season two. Season two is like an explosion. You're like, whoa, this is like cocaine. It's like Breaking Bad. All right. After like season two or three, you know, you're like, wow, this is kind of kind of sucks. Yeah. It's like Game of Thrones, baby. <laughs> I mean, it only goes downhill and then season eight hits. <laughs> God, It's just like the CW shows, man. Let me tell you what. Um, yeah. Literally second season, usually their, their best. And then everything after that is just dog shit. And we're exactly like those CW shows. Oh, All yeah. Right. Look, man, Riverdale, Riverdale is out here being wild. Okay. All right. Like, I don't, I don't even know what we would do for a third season. What would we, we would have to like snort crack or something before doing the <laughs> podcast to make it interesting enough. All right. We'd have to, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Riverdale, Archie's got super strength and he's invulnerable oh my now. God. I, I, why is it even Archie anymore? It should just be like, nobody knows. Uh, uh, Betty's got a spider sense, basically, where she can detect threats before they happen. Um, uh, th- their dog has super healing, <laughs> and uh, like he can heal anyone. No, no, he he just heals himself really fast. <laughs> just got a second regeneration factor. Yeah, I mean, I like that because I don't like the do- the idea of dogs dying. So, um, they'll still kill him off. I thought he was gonna die. Actually, uh, he he fought a serial killer in the last episode. A serial killer was gonna kill Archie, and the dog the the dog attacked the serial killer. Based as well of dogs. Um, and then, oh, Jughead, who I originally thought was just deaf, he's not just deaf. He now can read people's minds. <laughs> oh my god! Why? <laughs> Nobody knows. I'm like, I, I think it's funny because people make fun of how bad Riverdale is, and it is bad. But at the end of the day, I'm like, I can genuinely watch this and enjoy it just because of how bad and batshit it fucking is. Yeah. They up the ante every fucking season where they're like, how more insane can we go? We've already done murders. We've done serial killers. What else can we do? Uh, why don't we send them to an alternate reality? Okay. Uh, what if they come back from the alternate reality and they have superpowers now? Why? Why? You had the easiest job in the world. You had Archie Comics, the biggest slice of life comic book series to ever exist. All you had to do was basically do your basic teen drama shit Mm -hmm. just weekly Mm -hmm. for a weekly show. That's all you had to do. And you're like, nope, we're going to add murder. We're going to add mystery. We're going to add dimension hopping. We're going to add superpowers. We have serial killers. Archie gets it on with his fucking teacher. What more do you want? Oh, honestly, Veronica, Veronica honestly, killed her dad. What what comic book company owns Archie? Do they have their own or what? They have their own. Archie Comics owns Archie. Damn. Yep. I was gonna say, watch, watch it like be like it ends like if DC owned them, like, like ends like Dark Side just like shows up. 
<laughs> fucking Archie just fucking breaks Darkseid's neck, and I'm just gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Could you imagine? They, they collaborate with, like, Marvel and Thanos shows up with the Infinity Gauntlet, <laughs> and it ends with just Archie just snapping his fingers and just turning fucking Thanos to dust. I just, I just picture Thanos going to snap, and Archie just, like, grabbing his thumb and being like, you don't understand the highs and lows of high school football. <laughs> and then just rips the fucking Infinity Gauntlet off, and then just, like, spirals it down the fucking, like, you know, Jughead, Riverdale Green. Jughead, you know, like, is on the other side. It, like, lands on Jughead. He snaps his finger, and Jughead dies. <laughs> but Jughead immediately comes back in the next season, because, you know, they gotta have all the reoccurring characters come back infinitely, you know what I mean? Even if they're dead. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Flash did that where uh, the one season ended with him making the big sacrifice of like, I need to stabilize the Speed Force. I need to go in the Speed Force and be the one that stabilizes it. Mm -hmm. And he's in the next episode at the end of the season finale at the beginning of the next episode. He's back like in like a minute. Yep. They couldn't even do an entire episode without him. I, I don't even understand. Which cracks me up because as of late, they refuse to put the Flash in the goddamn show. Like, he's there in the background and that's about it. Um, Superman and Lois has been good. Um, This last episode sh basically showed how the Flash should have handled their, their episode of, you know, not having the Flash in it. Where Superman goes into another dimension at the uh, beginning of the episode. And he's not in the rest of the episode. But... After that, they do, like, this, like, little montage of showing, like, the, the weeks that pass up until, like, the it's, like, a month after of, like, you know, the, the effect of the world plus, you know, his family of him not being around. I'm like, no, this is fucking interesting. And they do the entire episode without him being in it. Nice. And I'm like, this is good storytelling. Flash, take fucking notes. <laughs> yep. How many seasons is... Uh, Superman and Lois right now? This is the second season. Okay, so every season after is going to be bad, right? Oh, probably. The This season has been pretty meh, which makes me sad, because the first season was really good. Oh, man, so then that, that means three is just going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah, I think they gave more control over to the CW for it, which makes me upset, because, like, the, the first season was basically produced by HBO. Oh. But they gave the... the uh, distribution rights to the uh, play it to the CW, but it was basically HBO owned it, you know, and produced it and put all their their effort into it. So it looks really good, and the writing in it is really good. But I think the new season they they put more of the CW writers in, and like you can tell, there's there's a lot of more teen drama that I'm like, I they need to stop trying to write fucking teenage well uh, preteens. If a child is 12 in the CW world, they are written like they are four. And they act like they are four. I'm like, that is a 12-year-old. Why are you acting like, you know... I've met 12-year-olds before. They're assholes. Yeah. The, the, these kids act like they're four years old. Like, they, they are infants. You know? I'm like... Oh, my God. There, there was one episode of The Flash where um he takes in his... uh his uh illegitimate son illegitimate is that the right word i think so but uh yeah i think his mom died i don't remember it's been so long but um 
they they do this one part where he he looks at the the kid. I think the kid's name is William, and he's like, uh, William looks at Ollie and is like, the bad man was here. And this kid's like twelve. Okay, he can form cohesive sentences. God. And Ollie's like, what do you mean the bad man? Where's the bad man now, William? And he just stops and like looks Ollie in the eye and just points directly at Ollie. And I'm like, what? He is 12. He can he can form comprehensive, you know, language and talk to his dad and be like, yo, uh, I need you to put more time and effort into trying to be my dad and not just, you know, a vigilante running around the city. <laughs> Even though that's pretty fucking sick. And, you know, maybe if you taught me how to shoot some arrows, I could defend myself. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I find it hilarious whenever superhero shows try to like belittle the superhero and be like, well, you don't take my needs seriously and all this shit. And I'm like, they're, they're, they're a fucking superhero, especially whenever the other characters know that they're a superhero. And they're like, yeah, how dare you? How dare you miss our dinner date? It's like, uh, sorry, the world was fucking ending. Yeah, it's like, I'm not sure if you're aware of this. We would have missed a dinner date anyway because it would have been vaporized by a fucking nuke. <laughs> <laughs> like, that, In fact, someone would have broke apart the timeline and, and slaughtered us. And guess what? There would have been no fucking dinner date then either. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know, that's one thing that, like, drives me insane. Especially on The Flash because Iris is always, like, giving Barry some sort of shit. And I'm like, he is literally a superhero. He he does this, and you're like, Barry, you're never there for me. I'm sorry, I'm kind of saving the goddamn planet. I mean, to be fair, but there are still people that do that shit to their actual, like, you know, they're like, oh, sorry, I got home from work today. I was working for 12 hours, you know, so we have enough yeah. food to live. And they're like, you never, you never pay attention to me anymore. And you're like, I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> Almost 24-7. Yeah, you're right. Don't worry, I'll make time for a dinner date, and my boss can fire us, and we can we can have plenty of dates on the streets. <laughs> Wonderful. But yeah, like, oh my god. The the worst one I think so far has been for Superman and Lois was this past episode of them dealing with the the teenage girls on the show, and like, uh, Superman's one son Jordan his girlfriend decided to break up with him because uh, he's not being honest with her, which he can't because, you know, he can't just tell her his secret identity because yeah. they're, they're children. They're, they're literally in high school. Like, yeah, he can't just be like, no, I'm Superman's son. Um, I do superhero things. Like, it's his first girlfriend. Like, he can't just be like, yo. Yeah. And then... um. Steel's daughter was giving him shit because uh, he wasn't sad enough about their about her mother's death. Because it was, it was the day that, you know, her mom died and, like, she was like, he wasn't sad enough today. And I'm like... And he... Even he states it, like, I think it's funny because, like, some of, the, some of the writing is, like... You could tell that some of the writers, like, see the shit that they're trying to do and they're like, nope, I'm fixing that real quick here. Where he was like, uh... I can't just be sad about her death all the time. Okay. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta move on. And I'm like, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I mean, here's the thing, right? Anytime someone around you like dies, they don't want to just see you upset all the time over their death. You know what yeah. I mean? Right. Like if they actually cared about you, you know, the, pe the person in yeah. the past, 
They didn't want. They don't want to see you broken up and destroyed over their death. You know, every single freaking day. Yeah. Now don't be Doctor Manhattan or some shit and just be like, I'm going to Mars. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> the interest of humans no longer entertains me and just disappeared to another fucking planet. Oh, that's okay, man. Doomsday Clock. He disappears to a whole other universe. Oh my god. And then that's the reason why we have New 52. It's it's Dr. Manhattan's fault. Mmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. I hate Doomsday Clock. It's, it's bad. That also didn't help that the fucking story took forever to come out. I think it took like three years for the entire thing to come out. Jeez. Isn't there something like the... the isn't like the Darkest Night or something like that? And it's, it's Batman, but he gains the powers of Manhattan or something like that. And he absorbs all the evil attributes from all the Batmans. I have no idea. I hear there's like a story like that. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. There's so many Batman stories like... From what I understand, they put a lot more of the Watchmen stuff randomly. But it's like only Dr. Manhattan. Huh, that's weird. He even carved like the Dr. Manhattan symbol on his face. I've seen a picture like Hmm. on his head. And I'm like, why? Also, can they just do that? Doesn't the Watchmen writer, like, despise DC? DC, DC owns Watchmen. And they, they own... As long as it's in publishing, they own it. That's why it's never going to ever go out of publishing. It will forever be published. Oh, my God. Yep. That's why Alan Moore hates DC. Because they, they will never let go of the Watchmen. That's so stupid. Like, on one end, I want to buy the Watchmen so I can own it and read it, right? But on the other end, I don't want to give DC more money, even though that, because they're like, you know. Uh, they're, they're never going to stop printing it. Like, that's the way I look at it is, you know, and Alan Moore knew going in, like, he knew the system, okay? And he decided to take the deal. Yep. Like, I'm sorry I don't like to be mean to Alan Moore because I like a lot of his writing. But, like, at the same time, I'm like, you knew the system. In the words of Rick Astley, you knew the rules. Don't. Don't. And so do I. Don't. It's April Fool's. We can't just Rick roll our audience, okay? (laughs) Oh, we should have put that in the fucking bio. Oh, yeah. Quick disclaimer. We're not actually sponsored by Geisha. It's an April Fool's joke. Yes. If only. Yeah, we also filmed this on April Fool's to yeah. shatter your concept of, you know, time now. <laughs> God, could you imagine? Filmed we... this? This isn't a film. Recorded. Recorded. <laughs> could you imagine if we've gotten a, if we would have gotten a letter from Geisha Wasabi flavored peas and then like at the very bottom it would have just been like April Fool's. Like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll totally sponsor you guys. And, from imagine, now imagine just like Geisha Wasabi flavored peas CEO is just the only one watching us right now. And they're just like they're just like oh, I love these guys. It's so funny they they pretend that we're the, like their sponsor. Uh, and then he's just going, yeah, I'm I'm waiting for uh, the one dude to get get a wife and you know so I can bang her. <laughs> God, why is that a reoccurring joke now? Because <laughs> you brought it up like three times in a row, so now it's just a staple now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's... you're just gonna it's be like Will joke. Smith. You're gonna get cucked. Yeah, and then I'm going to have to go smack Chris Rock <laughs> in his fucking face. Poor Chris Rock. I still feel... I, I do feel bad for him. Like, he yeah. literally came out to do one job, and that was to make jokes. 
and get yeah. slapped for it like seriously yeah and i also feel bad for will smith because will smith probably was just like i didn't want to smack him but my wife you know is over here fucking playing mind games with me i'm stressed i want to die on a daily <laughs> have you basis. seen the memes of the the kevin hart memes of them taking stuff from his comedy bit for that and it's it's whenever um one of the kids gets in trouble oh and he's like he's like yeah so i i come home you know wife's mad you know tells tells me i need to go you know whoop whoop you know whoop the kid's ass so i go upstairs sorry uh your your mom said it has to be uh me or you and i choose you sorry (laughs) i gotta whoop your ass now (laughs) it's basically what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine being like a parent. Your 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 wife. You come home and your wife's just like, you need to be like beat your you know your son or whatever. And you're like, what they do? Uh, you you need to take my side and just go go whip their ass. And you're like, uh, okay, all you get, right. You get up there. You get up there. Like, yo, what did you do? And they're like kissed a girl at school and someone saw and i got in trouble and you're like oh word oh word okay here's what we're gonna do right i have a belt here all right i'm gonna smack it against the wall somewhere you're gonna make some noise you're gonna scream out in pain and pretend i'm not actually gonna hit you that's that's awesome you know (laughs) (laughs) but it just cracks me up because i love the like little kevin hart thing of him being like she said, is it, it's either me or you, and I choose you. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. God, I just watched his uh, seriously funny funny uh, comedy special that he did. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. Oh, that one, that one's so good. That's the, they, they, he talks about his kids in that one, and, like, he gets mad at his son. Because he doesn't throw tantrums the right way. And he just kind of waves his, his arm in front of his face. Whenever he's throwing a tantrum. <laughs> and he's like. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and he, he also goes. You know. I get mad whenever people. Whenever I tell people to do stuff. And they don't do it the right way. You know. So my so my son's acting up. You know. Being all wild and shit. And so I, I tell him to you know. You know. Shut up. Calm down. Go to sleep. And he stops in the middle of playing. And just goes. <laughs> <laughs> And I go, hey, hey, you, you wait, you, you go, you go to bed, you go to sleep, you don't sleep standing up. Because <laughs> it's funny because kids are wild like that, like you know. Yeah, honestly, and <laughs> you, you'll be like, you know, you'll tell them to do something, no, they'll, they'll do the most batshit crazy <laughs> thing of what you told them to do, and you're like, what, what, what made you even think of this? Stop! Yeah, yeah, it's like, you're like, go get a drink or something, you know, you're, you're dehydrated, and they come back, and they're like, cool, I drank out of the toilet bowl, and you're like, you did what? <laughs> you did what? <laughs> and then they're like, no, I'm just kidding, and then you go out to the kitchen, and like, there's like water all over the place, and you're like, what did you do? I got a drink. <laughs> and you'll never know what they actually did, but you just know that there's water all over the kitchen now, and you're like, what the fuck happened? I don't know. I've been a kid. I know what it's like. You're you're you have the pitcher of water you're trying to pour <laughs> it in, and then you're just like dropping. It was everywhere. You're just like shit. Ugh. Especially oh. whenever it's full. It's you like know, a full yeah. pitcher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know. You know when you. Uh, I, I speaking of spilling water. 
I recently found the difference between men and women. All right. Okay. Imagine you spill some water on your floor, right? In your bedroom, right? Okay. Do you, you go get... and get paper towels or you just kick some dirty laundry into it to, to like clean it up? <laughs> what do you do? If I spilt water on the water. floor in, in, in my room, in your room, yeah. In my room. I'm just gonna let it fucking dry. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna waste the effort. <laughs> You're like, whatever. You know, I, I'm like, I'm gonna kick some dirty laundry over into it for a second. I'm like, that'll that'll clean it up, right? That'll that'll get it nice and nice and dry, right? If it's somewhere where I need to walk, yeah. You know what I mean? But I would not go out of my way to go get paper towels. But a girl would. A girl would be like, oh my god, let me get some paper towels. I gotta clean this up. This is a mess. Jeez. A guy would not do that under any circumstance. There's no way. Man, I must be extremely lazy because I wouldn't even kick fucking laundry over. I'd be like, well, if I the step only, in it, I step in it. The only reason too bad. I kicked laundry into it, like, because I was explaining this to, like, to a friend, right, when it happened, uh, is because I, it's right where I would step, and I didn't want to step in the water. See, I don't right? even care if I step in it. Like, what's it going to do? Oh, my, my socks got a little wet. Too bad. It was a lot of water. <laughs> I don't have I don't have carpet, so it's just like laying there. Uh, yeah, I should mention that. Yeah, I don't, see, so, I have I have carpet, so I, I'm like, just whatever. Yeah, it's like my my sock would have gotten very wet. Like it's not a little wet; it's very wet. Oh, that's when you just use your sock to soak up the water, and then you just take the sock off and put on a new fucking sock. It's possible, yeah. Got to think big brain, <laughs> big brain. Guys will just do like the laziest thing to get things decently cleaned. Right, we don't need we don't need. Yeah. Like guys don't dust. To be honest here, no. I look at my my shelves over there and they're covered in dust, and I'm like, I need dust. And then I just kind of like look at it and I'll be like, I'll get it later. <laughs> and then I stare at it even more, and I'm like, man, I definitely need if, dust. If a guy dusts, they grab the thing of can air and they just shoot it all over everything really quick, and they're like dusted, done. I would if we had some fucking swiffers in this house, but we don't have any fucking swiffers. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to clean that shit? Yeah. I gotta get a fucking paper towel. No thanks. Yeah, I know, right? The only time I ever use paper towels in this fucking house is whenever I had to clean up any of the cats if they fucking vomit. Which is a lot half the time. Yeah. My dog freaking like randomly pukes on the floor. Like, what are you doing? What did you what did you eat? I was outside <laughs> uh, and I was eating dirt. <laughs> Why were you eating dirt? I thought it'd be fun. A dirt grass your dog and bunny poop. <laughs> your dog would, would just chooses to go in and out of the house at random too, just like will be inside for like two seconds and be like, I'm going back out. Yeah. And then you're like, Okay, go out and then they're outside for like two minutes and then they come back in. They're like, I went back in. Let me in. Let me in. I'm gonna die here. Let me in. And I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? Or like last Nothing. week whenever uh she was her she was like She was limping, yeah. Limping the entire time and then this week she was fine. Yeah, she she uh, and even like was, an hour later she was fine. Like yeah, I don't I, I I what I think happened is I think her leg fell asleep. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. I think her leg. I didn't fell even asleep. know dogs could that could happen to them. Okay, I didn't even know it was a thing. Uh, it had to have been because literally an hour later she was walking on it just fine. Yeah. Because even whenever I got there she was walking on it just fine and it was like she went to bed and she came out and then she was acting like she was limping and I was like, what the fuck did she do? Yeah, I don't know. She was quiet that week. She was more quiet like that. Jeez. We just gotta put the dragon I costume. I gotta put the dragon costume back on her. Yeah. Just... She gets so depressed whenever you do that. 
<laughs> I feel bad because I'm like I don't want my daughter to be depressed at the same time. We're playing. We're trying to play. D- trying to play D and D. She's like, and I'm like, you know, what she, do you want? She, she's adding atmosphere to you know. Yeah, we're, we're in the middle of an ice cave. All right, there's no freaking well. There might be wolves in an ice cave. Yeah, I don't think I'll put any wolves in an ice cave. They're not scary enough. I mean, let's be honest here. If you're playing D and D and you're at your current level, you're like level six, and you see a pack of wolves, you're like, okay, cool. I mean, I did nuke an entire thing of you know owlbears. Exactly. With fireball. Yeah. Fireball. <laughs> I cast fireball. It'll help. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Suck my dick, barbarian. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Basically, you know. You know, uh... Yeah, I've been doing a rewatch of, uh... Avatar. Oh, word? Yeah. How's that going? It's good. I'm, I'm in the middle of, uh, season three right now. Nice. It's only what three seasons. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I. I you. You can. You well, can. I did. I did. Uh, start in the middle of season one because I've rewatched probably the first like, I want to say like twelve episodes like a billion times because uh, I'll do that every so often where I'll be like I'm gonna watch Avatar and then I started from the beginning, and yeah, then I only I, get a little bit in. And I feel like the beginning of Avatar, the first one, is probably like, the worst part of the series. Yeah, it I like it's better. Yeah. That, you get less Iroh, though, which is sad. I love Iroh. Yeah. There's so many good moments with Iroh. <laughs> uh, my, my favorite line from Iroh is, you know, Azul is crazy and she needs to go down. And, I'm just like... <laughs> and whenever he teaches um, Zuko how to redirect lightning, and Zuko's just like, you know, all right, I'm ready. Throw some lightning at me. I'm not gonna shoot lightning at you. That's dangerous. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Remember that moment when Zuko redirects uh, Ozai's lightning? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that scene. That one. Um, I I love because there's little touches in Avatar where like Iroh, whenever he first, whenever you first see him lightning bend. It's in. It's at the very beginning of the first season. Oh yeah. Um. Whenever he does it, he seems unsure of himself. Like he's done this in practice, but he's never actually attempted it in in like actual practice. Yeah. And whenever it goes through him, you know, his hair gets all like messed up and stuff, and you know, that's whenever we realize that he it is something that is possible to do. Yeah. And I'm like, that is that is so cool. And I love that he learned it from waterbending techniques. Yeah. He, he watched the waterbending techniques and he learned how to incorporate that into his own style of bending. Uh, and you can also see, because he also bends from, he firebends from like life, doesn't he? Like it's sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that gave him more ideas because water also, you know, combines and yeah. stuff. And but it's just like one of those I, things. I feel like, like if you, I feel like that is something in Avatar is like you can learn something from each of the techniques of it. You know, yeah, you probably could incorporate you know earth bending into fire bending well, some and um, stuff like that. There's the one thing that uh, always I think is amazing is during the Agni Kai between Azula and Zuko in the during the last episodes. Um, if you watch that fight, 
they mirror each other, like move for move, until Zuko gets knocked down. And whenever he goes to get up, he doesn't just get up normally. He he does this fire spin, which is an air move. The way that he uses oh, it to propel yeah. himself up is an air move. And it's something that he probably picked up from Aang without even realizing that he did it. Like, he's just training with him after at, to that point and watching him fight, even fighting against him. It's something that he just learned to do and just yeah. incorporated it into his own fighting style. And that breaks Azula. And she's on the back end of the, the fight from that point forward. Because he broke yeah. up the normal firebending, you know, exactly. rhythm. Yeah. And then, uh, then Azula only manages to hit Zuko because answer Katara. Yeah. And uh, and Zuko's such a chat. He's just like, you know, what? I'm gonna take it to the chest. To the chest through the heart. Yeah. Through the heart. Because <laughs> he's not grounded. Because that's Shot through the heart. <laughs> literally. <laughs> God. Such a good show though. It uh, is, it really is. There's there's been a reoccurring joke in my Xbox group recently of shot through the heart because we just keep getting <laughs> shot in the heart through <laughs> things. But yeah. I think it was playing I think it was playing uh um Elden Ring and I got hit with like a ballista shot like right in the heart <laughs> and I got like thrown off an edge from it I was like oh alright an RPG what role am I playing the fucking victim you basically are that is basically this whole series it's like oh cool you're playing as the hopeless victim you will but you arise you, arise, you, know, you know you rise to the challenge and you overcome that's the, that's the point that's the role you become better. Ish. Ish. <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? It does. It does. All right. Uh, talking about Avatar. Yep. It still holds up. Like It does. It does. It's one of those things that, like, you know, it's getting up there now in age. It's been, like, 10 years. Yeah. That's weird. Over 10 years. It was, like, 2008, I'm pretty sure. Really? Well, it was 2010. It ended in 2010, didn't it? Or did it end in 2008? I don't know. Don't don't say it, it, it ended in 2008. I'm going to feel really fucking old then. I'm going to be 14 years old. That's not funny. <laughs> oh my god. Don't don't say it like 2007 or some shit. First episode, 2005. February of 2005. When did it end? Uh, that's what I'm looking for now. 2008. Oh, it makes me feel so old. I'm like, back in my day, we watched Avatar The Last Airbender. It was a great show. And they're like, it's 14 years ago, all right? You're going, it's going to, I'm going to like blink, all right? And it's going to be like, the Avatar turns 25 today. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh, you want to you want, want something that'll really break you? You know, uh, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. I never, I I saw that, but, but what? Well, how old was that? Twenty years. This is twenty years. Yeah, but coming out in two thousand two. Not too worried about that because I remember watching it when I was really young. So to me, it hasn't seemed that bad, right? Avatar, I don't remember being that young. 
I remember being, I remember being like, I guess it was that long ago, but it yep. doesn't feel that long. You know what I mean? It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. It honestly, I remember during like high school, those like four years felt like an eternity, and now I feel like if I went back, those four years wouldn't even feel like a month. Yeah. <laughs> Some of that is because. I'm coming up on my 10 years soon. I got two years, and then I'll be on my 10-year anniversary of graduating. Don't they have, like, a thing for that? They do. I haven't heard anything from them about it. I, have to, I think I have to, like, message somebody or something. I don't fucking know. And is it worth going to? Are you going to go to it? I don't know. Maybe. It depends. Depends on where I'm at in my life, if I feel like I need to go or if you, I should you, go. You got you to gotta get really rich and famous and then go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you go and be like oh what's up all the girls that you know didn't like you before you're like oh sup wenches (laughs) (laughs) i have a wonderful lady back home (laughs) you couldn't compare be gone (laughs) (laughs) and all the anime figurines too (laughs) yeah and then they'll be like i'm into anime now i'll be like oh you should have been into it back in 2014 exactly <laughs> exactly you could have been in the ground floor and back in 2012 whenever you know sao and attack on titan came out you know the start of the anime boom the second anime boom yeah the first anime boom was cowboy bebop and eva yeah but we weren't we were too young for that we were too boom. young yeah it's weird isn't it i watched the rebuilds that's how i got into eva <laughs> i saw the rebuilds first and then i went and watched the show nice. well the the first two rebuilds yeah because it took like 12 years to get a fucking three, and then it took like 100 years to get fucking four. It, it also feels weird because there's even more new anime fans now, and like some of the jokes just don't hold up. Like if you told them to go watch Boku no Pico, right? Like that's not a joke yeah. anymore. That's not even that's not a joke in the anime community anymore. Yeah. Some people just enjoy it, and you're like, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. <laughs> You're like, wait, what? Either that or... um. So, Toyota is coming out with a new 8.6. The GR86. And they're, they're doing initial D ads with it, where it's beating the 8.6 and beating Takumi in a race. And I'm like, what is happening? What is... What is happening I, right now? I I want my driver's license. <laughs> you gonna go get in, get the new eight six. <laughs> I'm gonna drift the corner, guys. <laughs> Immediately, <laughs> I die like my first day of my new driver's license. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I saw and I was like, God, I feel like I'm the only one around here that would understand like of people watching anime know this anime reference because yeah initial d is not very popular anymore it's weird you just feel you just feel old some days i look at the like amv hells and nightmares too and i like look at the shows that were like featured on there a lot and like those shows aren't even in like the talk anymore of anime like they were used to be like such staples of this is what people talked about yeah. And now, like, it's whatever is current with this season, and I'm like... There's a few that aren't, like, Naruto. Yeah. And stuff like that, but that's about it. You like, know? no, I, I feel like no one talks about Code Geass. 
No, and if it does, it's not. It's not a lot. I, yeah. I, I hear people talk about it, but it's not like a constant thing. Like yeah. you, you back in the day, everyone talked about Code Geass. No yeah. one talks about like old harem series anymore. No one. Yeah. It it just feels weird. Apparently, the dude who wrote Love Hina is running for some sort of mayoral ship in Japan. And he has like an open office where you can just go and like ask him random questions. That's great. What? I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Uh, let's see if we can find it again. It, I know like, that Conan Town's a thing. What's Conan Town? You don't know about Conan Town? No. So there's a town in Japan about Detective Conan. Uh-huh. It's got a giant golden statue Detective Conan in the middle. There is a mayor of Conan Town who's like a Conan connoisseur. Like, it's a whole thing. Huh. And it's like, if I'm correct, it's its own, like, actual city called Conan Town. And Conan O'Brien went there one time because he looked up if there was a Conan Town, and there was in Japan about a manga. And he's like, I didn't know this was a thing. I went and visited. He met the mayor. That's fucking great. If I can find it. I forget how big Detective Conan is there. It's like Sherlock Holmes for them. Yeah, it's fucking huge. And it's still fucking going. It's never going to fucking oh, end. Oh, never. I saw Gigguck there. Yeah, the, the, he's the one who posted but There it is. There's the, there's the freaking shop front. That's amazing. And you can just walk in and talk to him? Yeah. That's awesome. What? Yeah. Imagine if we had a politician nowadays, right, that did that. The only politician... They get shot within a week. The only politician I could see ever trying to do something like that would be, like, Andrew Yang. Yeah. Somebody who would just be like, yo, I'm just a chill dude that I just wanted to come talk, come talk. We talk about anything. Yeah. We talk about politics. We talk about fucking anime, manga, nerd shit. Yeah. <laughs> they walk in, they put a gun at you, and you talk them down. You're like, sorry, my speech is at 100, boy. <laughs> But yeah, like that, that just cracked me up. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. But yeah, you know. Japan's just a different different place. Different it, place. It is, it is. Are you excited for Lego Star Wars? No. No? Do you know why? Why? I'm not buying it. Damn. I, like... All your money went to Elden Ring. It did. It really did. I don't really have that much money to begin with. And it's like, I already spent like, I, you know, I'm like, I don't really have any money to spend. And on top of that, I'm not like a super big Lego game person. I, this one looks nice. I'm not even like, if I had it, I didn't have to pay for it. I would definitely play it. I, I, this is probably the first Lego game I think I will own since Lego Batman 2. I played the original two Lego Star Wars. Okay. Then I played the Complete Saga. I played Lego Indiana Jones. And both Lego Batmans. Nice. I'm like, I don't know. I... I'm just like, the more and more stuff I see about it, the more and more I'm just like, yo, this is fucking sick. Like, the amount of work they're putting into this, I was like, I, I need to support this. Like, I, I support yeah. good people doing a really good job with their games. Yeah, if, if, if money was an issue for me, I probably would have, I probably would get it. 
but I know I'm like, I don't have the money for it. So I'm just like, I'm not hyped by it. You know what I mean? I'm just yeah. like, I've been playing, uh, oh. the, the original complete saga again. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, uh, I finally, uh, have earned enough studs to go buy the, um, stud multipliers. Oh, that fucking stack. I didn't realize they stacked. Oh, nice. So, like, I, I bought the, the times two and the times four so far, and I got a times eight multiplier as of right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. I didn't realize that. That's all the, the next one uh, I'm going for is the, the times six. Then the one after that will be the times eight, and then the times ten. And they all stack on top of one another. That's I was like, nice. I wish I would have known that they stacked at the very beginning of this, because I would have just went from them to the at the very beginning and would have, like, waited on getting any of the actual other characters. Yeah. And I would just spent all my money on getting the multiplier first. And then getting the characters. And then getting all the characters. Because then I would be like, oh yeah, I went through this one level and I just got like a billion fucking credits for like no reason. So I'll just buy all of these. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Cyberpunk again uh, as a nomad this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what I like about Cyberpunk? Huh. The fact that it's able to like isn't like what's out of handling adult adult topics yeah because a lot of games do nowadays yeah. a lot of games do right i mean like, i don't play a lot of games so i can't i, I shouldn't say yeah because i don't play a lot of videos but i play a lot of, a lot what's out of that they're like no we're not gonna you know cover stuff like uh, suicide you know um corporate corruption um like stuff like brainwashing and stuff is is talked about and, and you're like oh this is intense. This is scary, right? You're yeah. like, this is a this is an awful world to live in. I don't want to live in this world. And at the same time, you're like, this is slowly becoming the world we're living in. This is horrifying. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, and like different things about like when you hear the NCPD, which is the United City Police Department, yeah, talk about some of the fucked up stuff. Like um, a, a shot to the limb is now considered a warning shot. That's fucked, and stuff like that. Yeah. But because because when you look at it, you go, well, that stuff happens now, right? Some of the stuff to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, but it's still against the law, right? It's not like officially condoned. But could you imagine if it was? Yeah. There's um, that's one thing that I love about good sci-fi is they they all challenge that stuff. But um, that's something that happens in a uh, psychopath. Yeah. Um. There. There's. Um. They. They do. They create this device at one point where it uh, prevents. Uh, the civil system from being able to read everyone's crime code or the the person wearing a crime coefficient. So the police system won't judge them. And there's one part where this dude has the, has the device on and he just goes in to the middle of this public area and he just starts beating this woman to death and all the people around just like pull out their phones and just start recording it. Yeah. And I'm like, Holy sh that's, that's what we live in today. Like, no yeah. one, no one even attempts to call the police. Like no one attempts to do anything. They're just well, like, what's fucked up is if you call the police, you'll probably get more people killed. The woman won't just getting beat to death. They'll shoot for three or four people in the in the crowd too, you know. And you're like, oh well, that's just a terrible. Like when they went to get that one jewelry thief. Did you ever hear about that? It was no. like, a few, like a year or two ago. No. It was this guy. He he stole or he wasn't a jewelry. It was, I think he stole like a money truck. One of his money trucks. You yeah. know what I mean. So they unload no 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 it was a ups truck truck full of jewelry yeah it was because they robbed a jewelry store 
I know, right? In 2021 or 2020, I think. And they cornered him on this bridge and the police shot like 1600 rounds into the side of this and killed four innocent bystanders behind the vehicle because they just sprayed so many rounds into it and they killed the guy. But it was a UPS truck, so it was already being tracked. They could have just waited till he got to where he was going to go and safely arrested him without killing people. Yeah. But instead, they choose to shoot 1,600 rounds into open traffic mm-hmm. and kill four people. Yeah, man. Messed up times and slowly going to darker, and it yeah. terrifies me. But I, I like how Cyberpunk actually brings attention to that because if you play Cyberpunk, you go, Wow, this could genuinely be what the future is like, and it is not good. That's okay. I hate this. Uh, no, no one uh, you know needs to hear those messages. Is playing cyberpunk, so yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh my god, the amount of people that are like spoiled little children about you know cyberpunk's release, I, they need slapped. I'm sorry. Oh, well, the game wasn't, you know, 100% perfected at launch. And I'm like, what what game ever is? Like, sorry. Yeah, and uh, on top of that, it's the same people that'll say stuff like, oh my god, dude, Fallout New Vegas was a masterpiece. And I'm like, Fallout New Vegas still has bugs where I lose all of my progress. Okay? What do you mean? You can't, you can't, I like Fallout New Vegas a lot too, right? It's one of my favorite games. Probably is my favorite game, right? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not like, wow, this game is perfect, but I still play it, right? I don't expect any game to be perfect. And I, I mean, it's it's annoying. And the thing, the biggest problem was the game wasn't even like that. It, It was buggy, but it wasn't that buggy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I encounter bugs and I encounter crashes still in Cyberpunk quite a bit, but I'm like, okay, I lost a minute, a minute of progress. Yeah, you know what I mean? it saves literally every three seconds. Yeah, so it's like whatever, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, there's still some graphical bugs. Sometimes when I have mantis blades on, my arms randomly rubber band to my feet. And I can see part of my internal arm workings just on the ground underneath my feet. Yeah, I guess what is a little immersion breaking and it kind of pisses me off. But you know what I mean? I'm not like... I'm sorry, I've never... Whenever I play a game, I've never had a problem with my immersion being pulled from the game. Like whenever random glitches happen, like if I pull out a gun and my character doesn't pull out a gun and it's just air... Like they're they're just like their arms are in the position that they're holding yeah, them, yeah, but yeah. like the 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 object itself doesn't load in. I don't get super pissed off about that because half the time I find that shit just hilarious. I'm like, I know I find it funny, and I'm like, I I I have the most powerful gun in the world, the invisible gun, an imaginary gun, and I'm just like, <laughs> bang bang, yeah, get and out then, the way, bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then you like you put it away and you pull back out and it's fine. Yeah, it's like uh, it, 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 I'm sorry, who cares? You know what I mean? But were you you telling me that you've never played a game that's ruined your immersion before? I'm sorry. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. People people are out here wanting like perfect ten out of ten games released every single time, and I'm like, and you know what cracks me up? Don't, it doesn't exist. A ten out of ten game does not exist. Stop deluding yourself. Yeah. I love Elden Ring. One of my favorite games. Would I ever consider Elden Ring being a ten out of ten? No. It's not. Though the one thing that always cracks me up too 
is whenever people are like, you know, it breaks my immersion from the game. But then there are also the same people that like, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And they're like, you know, I get to ride a unicorn into battle. And I'm like, how do... Yeah. Shouldn't that break your immersion? You're, you're playing a full, like, you know, Viking day and age, but you got a fucking unicorn? Yeah, I know, right? Or they're like, it broke my immersion. And it's like, oh, what broke your immersion? Uh, the the one rock, uh, the texture was, like, smooth instead of, like, rocky. And I'm like, if that's breaking your immersion, man, you're not invested enough in it, right? Like, could you imagine, like, someone playing D&D and being like, man... I didn't understand what that log cabin looked like that I just went into. DM didn't explain enough details. Well, you know, you know, if you would just get the minis, if you would just get a full miniature diorama. Oh my, yeah, because I can fucking afford that shit. Oh my god. (laughs) You wouldn't have to worry about that problem. Just get a full miniature diorama. Just use your fucking imagination, goddamn. Close your eyes for a second. I don't have one of those. There are people that don't have imaginations, and it's like actually a thing, and I'm like, how? How do you function? How do you, what? Could you imagine not being able to, like, having no form of, like, internal... Whenever you read, do you, like, if you if you slowly read, do you hear uh, the voices in your head? Yeah. So do I. Apparently that's not a common thing. I can... Uh, uh, what? Yeah. That's not a common thing? Yeah. Apparently here, like, whenever, you, like, if you read and you, like, can hear the voices in your head, that's not a common thing. Not, not everyone can do that. Well, then how do you... Do you do they do they hear themselves? Uh, I think that like the words appear in their head, but they don't actually like. It's not like there, there's not like an inner voice in their head. What the fuck? Yeah, it's weird. I heard about that. and I was like, that is fucking that that's strange. If I'm reading fast, it just like appears in when I'm reading manga. I hear it in Ichigo's voice, and yeah. when and when there's a new character that I I don't know what their voice is. I, my brain just makes one up automatically for that character. That, yeah, that's, that's I, I like pick out a voice, like, because that, that's one of the hardest things that I come across is whatever, like, I read a manga before, like, the show gets announced. Yeah. Or they're the show out of it. Yeah. And then, like, later on, they're like, here's this dude doing the voice of this character. I'm like, that's not the voice actor I'd cast in my fucking head. Yeah, you're like, no, he doesn't sound like that. You're like, in my head, he sounded like Johnny Young Bosch. What the fuck? What do you mean you have Bryce Pappenbrook doing his voice? I, Ichigo <laughs> does sound like Johnny Bosch in my head. <laughs> oh, he I'm, should. He should. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that's because I watch the anime first. Yeah. If, I, if I watch an anime first, they sound like the character that yeah. I did. But for stuff I haven't. Like when I watched Gant, because uh, I didn't watch Gantz to be with. I read. Or no, wait, I did. Yeah, no, I did. But I, but some voices I don't. Like for me, and when I when I read Gantz, Gant or K didn't sound like that. He sounded different. Yeah, like whenever I read Chainsaw Man, I like uh, uh, I like run through like different voices in my head depending on how like like Denji, like Denji, I have like three voices in my head that like I run through for him depending on like what he looks like at the time. Yeah, it depends on uh, he sounds different. It, okay, hear me out. Does when he changes into the chainsaw form, right? Yeah. Does he have a different voice? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. The, the chainsaw uh, voice. And uh, I switch back and forth between uh, his normal person voice, depending on how, like, he's drawn. Like, there, there's, like, a goofier voice that, like, shows yeah, up yeah. from time to time, and then there's a more serious voice that he uses. Um, yeah. Makama's voice. 
She's pretty hot in my head. <laughs> You're like, oh, she's got a pretty hot voice in my head, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, the, the easiest ones that I can describe, uh, Siren, uh, Ajiha, um, he is voiced by, um, Justin Cook, who did Yusuke's voice. Yusuke. From, uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And then Kylie Bear, you know, Gohan, does, uh, his, uh, Ryu, his, his buddy. Okay. Does his voice in my head. That's not what it all is for me. Yeah, it sounds different in my head. Uh, and mainly because at the time I was reading that, like, the, those were, like, the most prominent voices that, that, like, I would hear whenever I'd watch anime. I think it's, it just really bothers me that people don't do that. Yeah, like, it's, it's weird. Like, whenever I heard that, they were like, yeah, some people don't have, like, an inner monologue in their head. And I was like, what the, f- what? What? Like, yeah, they, they think, but they don't, they don't, they don't hear voices whenever they think. I definitely hear voices. I'm like, I hear voices. I can change the voices. You know, I can talk to myself in my head with a fucking Joker voice if I want to. That sounds exactly like Mark Hamill. <laughs> I can do that too. That's weird. I'm doing it now. I'm, I'm just, I'm just testing it out. I'm like, I yeah. can do that. There's on command. Like, there's no problem with that. Yep. Even though the biggest problem I think I had whenever it came, whenever it came to voices, was whenever I did my reread of Dragon Ball Z, I was, I was starting to hear uh, the abridged voices instead of you know. Oh yeah, I do. Hear, actual... I hear the abridged voices for Vegeta mostly. Yeah. I only hear Vegeta's abridged voice. If you told me. What was if you if you honestly brought to me right now Vegeta's voice and Vegeta's a bridge voice, I would one hundred percent say Vegeta's a bridge voice is the actual voice actor. I do that with uh, Super Kami Guru as well. <laughs> I'm like every time I read anything with Guru in it, I'm like it's just, it's just fucking it's just Super Kami Guru. It's Takahata one hundred and one doing his fucking voice. Same with Nappa, like yeah. Nappa, Ghost Nappa. And even Cell. Taka just has like one of those voices where I'm like, I impose that voice over whatever character it is. Piccolo. Piccolo. Yeah, yeah. I do that for Piccolo. Good old Wasteland. <laughs> That's Lanny. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's easier for me whenever I do stuff like that because like as of late with like all the Dragon Ball voice actors turning out to be like complete assholes in real life i'm like good good i can i can use the abridged voices to fill in the gaps here yeah. <laughs> and be like okay this is what they're supposed to sound like i still like these people they're 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 good people i think i mean you know <laughs> yeah you don't have the new voice of free you know you, you can have little Kribo doing your freezer voice and not the new voice of freezer that you know is inappropriately talking to children yeah does sound like a pedo. I've seen the texts. Yeah. They're bad. Yeah. Ugh. It's fucking disgusting. And yet he's able to get off, get, get you know, scot-free. He is? Huh? Yeah. He he basically threatened them, uh, the person that was uh, coming forth with the allegations uh, with a major lawsuit. And I'm pretty sure he brought his, you know, super expensive lawyers in. And uh, oh the person God. that, you know, had... You know. And let me guess, Funimation still has this person hired. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, but Vic, Vic Mignogna, <laughs> yep. gone instantly. Yep. 
Well, you guys should they use they them pronouns as well? Is that the reason they got away with this? I think so. Actually, I think they do have they them pronouns. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I uh, I'm dude. pretty sure they do. Hold up, who is it? Who is it? Uh, Damon Mills, I think, is their name. We're we're, we're gonna get freaking sued. <laughs> Damon Mills. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Um. We're gonna go to Twitter. <laughs> oh no, he's just, he's, he has a he him. All right. Interesting. Who's he voice in Fire Emblem? No, no, he's gonna ruin this character for me. Who's he voice in Fire Emblem? <laughs> Please don't be like Ike or some shit. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like. Oh, I don't know who that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, yeah. Uh... You know, he gets off scot-free, you know, making sexual advances to 16-year-olds. Huh? What happened? We'll find out. I mean, to stoop, but I'm like... Oh, he's retiring? Oh, shit. I didn't know that. That's sad. What? That's depressing. Uh, it came out and slammed Will Smith and Chris Rock. Or, oh, no, just Will Smith. And then he immediately retires. You've seen the things with Jim Carrey. I, it's been everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. I mean, I kind of agree with him. Like, the the, the, yeah, part, yeah. the part where he's like, you know, no matter, you know, what, what's been said, you, you never have the right to, you know, go, you know, physically assault somebody. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with that. Like, even if your wife is like, you must defend my honor. You That's where you look at it and be like, sorry, we are at a, well, large and- event. A big thing is it's it, especially because it's comedy, right? It wasn't it wasn't like Chris Rock came out there, right? And like he wasn't a comedian, and he just started insulting his wife. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was just like genuine, mean spirited. I hate your wife, sort of comments, right? Then I could understand. Right? Yeah. Um, freaking, you didn't see Kirsten Dunst later on in the night. Amy Schumer referred to her as a seat filler, and. Uh, made her get up out of the way and she sat down in her seat and started flirting with her husband. But you didn't see Kirsten Dunst, you know, throw hands. I'd have thrown hands because oh, yeah. Amy Schumer isn't funny. Oh yeah, I would have too. I would have been like, oh, Amy Schumer, you're going through the fucking table, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I hate, I hate Amy Schumer. Yeah, me too. She is not funny. No, she's not. She steals jokes. She steals all the jokes, literally. I think I don't think there's anything in her freaking material that's original. I don't know no. if she mentioned her fucking pussy for 500 times in a row. That's probably not even original. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, male comedians just went up and they were like dicks for, like, 45 minutes? Some do, but not big ones. Right? Yeah. Could you imagine if, like... You'd be, you would be disappointed if, like, Chris Rock or, um... You know, Kevin Hart went up there. Dave Chappelle went about just talked about dicks. Yeah, you'd be like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I mean, Eddie Murphy does, but at least he's funny with it. Yeah, but he doesn't just only talk. Yeah, about dicks. no, he he, you know, he adds in his own like you know, personal like you know, history and stuff of like different things that have happened in his life that like you know. Well, Amy Schumer is just like. Pussy, my stinky, dirty pussy, my absolutely filthy, rancid, stinky ass bitch pussy, and you're like, why? This isn't even a joke. What? What, what is this? What, what are you talking about, Amy Schumer? 
Yeah, my pussy stinks. Okay, good for you. Fucking clean it. <laughs> Goddamn, put get some fucking soap, man. Goddamn. Man, you're gonna need a fucking Brillo pad down there, apparently. Fucking toilet brush. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we're back. Uh hope you enjoyed our sponsor. Um Geisha Wasabi flavored peas. Uh you should be crunching. I didn't do the, the sponsor that time because I, I I'm just I don't want to fuck my wife. <laughs> you don't you I'm don't want to be Will Smith. <laughs> you just you don't want to be Will Smith. Yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go and smack fucking Chris Rock upside his fucking mouth at some point, I guess. <laughs> you can just apparently just go up and just smack people in the fucking face. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's funny because Jim Carrey was like, man, if that was any other person, like. If that was just some random person, they would have been like had their back broken because they would have been tackled to the ground so fucking fast. Yeah. Will Smith is just like, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want on Will Smith. And you're like, ah. Uh. Well, yeah, I, I still think it's probably him being manipulated by his wife. Oh, I do too. I feel bad for, for Chris Rock because like whenever he's coming up, you can see that like he's like, oh shit, I think he's coming up to meme with me. This would be fucking great. And then like he gets slapped and he's like, Dude, what the fuck? Like, he looked kind of, like, so broken by it. Like, yeah, he's like, all right. <laughs> Will Smith like, just slapped the, slap the hell out of me. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, it just it makes me feel bad because, like, whatever, like, you kind of see, like, him get, like, this, like, Riley little little grin, like, whenever he's coming up, like, oh, he's going to come meme with me. This is going to be fucking great. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, it's, it's this is serious now. Shit. Okay. And then him yelling afterwards too. And yeah. Just like you're just like, and Chris Rock is just like, I want this award here to end. I don't, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, if I was if I was Chris, I would just laugh. I'd have been like, all right, that's that's enough of this for me. I I I this is this is too much. I'm going home. Well, I think it's <laughs> funny because like everyone's like, you know, you can see that it wasn't it wasn't a work because like Chris Rock. Like is usually always have has jokes and like even he's just like standing there like speechless like the rest of the time and like he's just like, well that was something um nominees I guess yeah you're like you're like okay next off uh you know you start talking about some other woman and then other person comes and he's back to me so he's like oh this is this is a night you know you know I'm just like it's insane like especially like somebody like Jada gets so upset about it because you're like. You're you're at the Oscars, like of co- everyone gets memed on there. Like, sorry, yeah. you're in the first couple rows. You're gonna get memed on. Even though I do find it hilarious. So, uh, they they release like the the list of um, the most talked about people at the Oscars, and of course number one, two, and three is you know Jada, Will, and Chris. Number four is Andrew Garfield. Why? He didn't do anything. He's there's just all these memes of him fucking texting during like the entire time, and I'm just like, that's fucking great. Andrew Garfield's not even doing anything, and people are like, look at look at Andrew Garfield. He's fucking great right now. Look at him texting. <laughs> he's just he's just sitting there, and he's like, even though I do, this is my theory is that the 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 No Way Home group just has a group chat because after the slap happens, you can see him texting in the back. And then immediately, you can see Zendaya pull out her phone. And it makes me think that, like, he sent out a text to the group chat and her phone went off. 
yeah and she's like oh what, what happened what and, you know andrew message tom holland looks over he's like what did, did andrew say something yeah <laughs> it was toby there i don't like toby uh, i didn't see toby and i didn't see tom i saw zendaya and i oh, saw really? andrew yeah it's weird yeah i was like it, it was weird because i was like I get it that Tom wasn't, like, nominated for, like, actor or anything, but, like, with him dating Zendaya, yeah. I assumed that he was going to be there, but he wasn't there. It was yeah. weird. That's weird. I, I actually expected Tom Holland to be there. That's weird. But, yeah, like, it was funny because, like, um, he was a couple rows back from Zendaya, so it just cracked me up because, like, he's texting, and then, you know, it's, like, a second, and then she pulls out her phone, like, her phone went off. <laughs> I'm like... They have to have a group chat where he's just like, Chris Rock, Chris Rock just got the shit sl- slapped out of him by, you know, fucking Will Smith. What the fuck is going on, guys? And Tom's just like, I'm watching, I'm watching hell, you know? <laughs> Honestly, knowing Tom Holland's like pretty nice, right? And all. Yeah. So I, I feel like, I, I bet how much you want to bet it was like something that he didn't want to like steal any like fame from, you know, Zendaya, you know, what she was doing there. Probably. You know I'm assuming Zendaya probably won some awards. No, uh, she won. did not. Even though Dune got like nominated. Yeah, for I know, right? I know, I know, right? That's weird. Yeah. And we don't forget that you know we have to shit on animation because you know. Oh yeah, of course. Even though I do, I I fucking love the guys that won for best animated short because they came up and they were like. Yeah, uh, animation is just not for is not just for kids. It's it's a medium for everyone. Uh, anyone yeah. can enjoy animation. It doesn't have to be limited just to children's you know stories. It can be for adult entertainment as well. And I'm like, yes. But here's the, here the most insulting thing is to, not only to just the me, but the people even that won the awards. Yeah. Because that's that's them basically being like, ha. You could only make kids' movies, fucking loser. Could you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Like, I'm assuming some people that work at Pixar, like, I eventually want to do adult movies, too, you know? Like, I want to do some adult animation movies, and it's like, no. You know, you know what cracks me kids. up? Is, like, they, they make comments like that, but then you have, like, Into the Spider-Verse, that one. And Into the Spider-Verse, in my opinion, is probably the best Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm sorry, it is. I'm like, it is such a good movie. Like, it is a solid movie. The only, in my opinion, the only movies I could compare to it would be the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield if they were just better written in general. Yeah. Because he's a great Spider-Man. If they were just well-written movies, you yeah. know, you know, like the actor I mean, writers did their job. I do like Spider-Man 2. Like, I really enjoy Spider-Man 2. And this is the hard part because in the Spider-Verse is like right up there with spider-man 2 but i do think into the spider-verse beats it out just a little bit because of they're also dealing with juggling cast in a series that wasn't even established like you know what i mean like spider-man 2 did a fairly decent job but they already had characters established they didn't have to worry about you know setting up any sort of origin story or anything you know in the Spider-Verse had a whole origin story that they deal with. And, like, Miles goes through a full arc, though, with it. And on top of that, I the, the one thing that, once again, and this is why I love animation, is because in the Spider-Verse has this really awesome mix between comic feel. Yeah. And it, you know, they turn pages, you know what I mean? And they, there's, 
there's different scenes where it, it almost looks like a comic, but it's not. It's still animated, and it's like... And on top of that, animation lends itself that you can do so much with it that you can't do in live action. Yeah, like, you can have the characters move like spider people. Yeah. That you can't do in real life because real people can't move in those directions unless you get a fucking contortionist. Yeah. And it really is great. I genuinely love a lot of the... I love Into Spider-Verse. It's so good. Yep. I'm really excited for the second one. Yep. You excited for Gwen? A little bit. She's thick this time. They're, they're up in a thickness. Yeah. It's nice. Um, I hope we get more spider, spider ladies, too. I, I think we will. Give me fucking Spider-Woman, please. And then you can go full fucking Incredibles mom with her, you know. Elastigirl. Just give her, like, you know, the, the dump, dump truck. Tr- yeah. Did, did you see the video I sent you about the... <laughs> what is it? What is it? The, the... <laughs> and not all women in Pixar, or Pixar have, you know, dump truck asses. Only yeah. a select few. Yeah. He's like, he's like, Dory... It's a fucking fish. If you want to say it's a fish, has a fucking ass. <laughs> but you the know, cars. <laughs> but you know, you have uh, Mrs. Incredible, and you know, I'd love to see you know into the Spider Verse. Just put Spider Woman and just give her you know the Miss you know Mrs. Incredible. You know, absolute dump truck. Yeah, the behemoth ass. I mean, that's basically what Spider Woman has. Like, yeah. not even gonna lie. I, I even, I, even as a kid, I was just like, "God damn, Miss Incredible looking fine as hell." Like, holy shit! All right, what is going on? I am twelve. I can't have these feelings yet. This is, this is too <laughs> much. This is too much for me. Especially the part whenever you know they're doing the montage, whenever he's uh, Mister Incredible is getting back into shape, and there's the one part where he's trying to leave. And she keeps bringing him back in with her fucking, you know, like, you know, stretchy arms. Won't let him leave the house. And, and like, I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> They're like, I wish that was me. <laughs> Damn. I'm going to ask a really weird question. And you're probably going to hate me for it. What? Um, so whenever Mrs. Incredible was giving birth. I, I, I do you, do you think, <laughs> shut up is already bad. All right. Do, do, do you think that you know she actually like had to like you know go through like the contractions or anything, or do you think she just you know opened that thing up and you know let the doctor just kind of like walk inside, grab the baby, and you know be done with it? I have no idea. No. Well, it depends. Was Violet born before the whole superhero thing happened where they banned, banned all the superheroes? You know what I mean? Because they tried to like they tried to hide their powers after that, didn't they? They did, but so, it depends on... Because, um, you know, you have the, the government agent dude that's, like, you know, helping them out. You know, they yeah. could have... He could have had a system set up for, like, you know, metas or heroes giving birth. Or, yeah. you know, if there was any sort of injury. Because, think about it, if you have an invulnerable invulnerable superhero, he can't go to the normal fucking hospital. But if something was wrong that needed to be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. Or was it just, like, an at-home thing where she just was like, Yo, Bob, I'm having a kid. Um, Grab him. Thanks. 
Cut the cord. We're good to go. We're done. And he's, he's like, that was horrifying. <laughs> I, I always think it's weird that they don't like cut the umbilical cord off the baby. They just let it like shrivel up and fall off. Yeah. That's weird. Childbirth is interesting. Yeah. I'm glad I'll never have to go through it. <laughs> like on like the end of having yeah. the baby. You saying then you just randomly get pregnant out of nowhere. You're the first male, the first male to ever give birth. Oh my god! All the leftists on Twitter will use me as their like beckoning call. Like, oh my god, look at this guy! And I'll be like, I reject all of you. I hate you. Do you want the rights to have children? <laughs> <laughs> I want the rights to have children, even though I can't have children. <laughs> I feel like you'd like uh, Fallout New Vegas for all the Monty Python references in it. Um, but can I be disabled? Uh, you can get your limbs crippled. <laughs> I'm disabled. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Uh, like, there's, um, and this one basement you can find uh, holy hand grenades. God, that's fucking great. They do more damage to ghouls uh, and, and, like, other creatures like that, abominations. Um, you know, I tried to play Fallout Three multiple times. Fallout Three is not that good. I would, I would, I, in my opinion, I would genuinely recommend playing New Vegas. Um, I tr see the messed up thing was like, I don't mind the beginning part of Fallout Three. Yeah. Whenever you're escaping the vault. Yeah. And then as soon as I get out of the vault, I like lose all interest. Really? Yeah. Like for whatever reason, like I feel like the open world like becomes a little bit too open. Where I'm like, I don't know, like, like it hits one of those points where I'm like, there's there's too many choices. Just go ahead, go forward. End of a megaton. And then and then I ended up uh, at some sort of like grocery store and got my ass kicked. And then I just <laughs> you off. went to the super duper mart. And then I got my ass called. kicked. Uh, and then I just stopped playing it and I haven't played it since. Turn the okay. That's probably someone going to be mad in those comments. But turn the difficulty to very easy. Full of God. Just turn the difficulty to very easy. I think that Fallout is... You shouldn't make the game unnecessarily hard, I don't think. Because Bethesda does difficulty poorly. Oh, yeah. Uh, trust me, I know. Uh, I've, I've played Skyrim on normal. Just normal. So, like... Here's three dragons attacking. You, the the whole town that you're in keeps getting attacked by vampires and bandits. And, and then oh, like, shit, you accidentally killed this chicken. Now all the townspeople are trying to kill you? And you, you're hitting one, like, bandit, and they're just sitting there taking, like, 15, 17, 18. They're like, oh, I hit him 45 times, and now he's dead. Why does he have so much health? What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> and you get hit once, and you're like, oh! Pretty much. Um... Because I remember, I remembered playing that with you around the one day, and you're like, "What is happening?" Hey, you were like getting your ass beat because like they kept spawning in fucking bandits and wolves and shit in the one town, and I was like, I... and then a dragon showed up. I'm like, I'm just fucking dying here, like. And I'm like, "What's your difficulty at?" And you're like, "I don't know. I haven't checked it." And then I was like, 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 I like, it's like a adept, yeah, adept, normal's called it. And I'm like, "Go to very easy." I don't like. It, it, 
And they're so much more fun on Very Easy. Unreal Hue. Because it, you're like, this is fine. I mean, I'm not playing Fall. You know, I'm not playing these games for like the intent. The combat is not that interesting. Yeah. Like, it's not like Elden Ring or something where I'm playing it for somewhat for the combat, right? The yeah. combat system is in depth and cool. Not really in Skyrim. Yeah. It, it's a combat, it, it's a bare bones combat. So I'm going to be real with you. There's not intricacies to the combat. Okay. No. You hit, you hit. That's it. Yeah. That's the combat. Yeah. You swing your weapon. Or you do what I do from time to time and you you put some flames in your left hand, you have your sword in your right, and you just shoot flames and you just beat them to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I will say that um, Fallout New Vegas has, in my opinion, probably the best system in terms of like weapons. Mm. Because I think all the weapons, in my opinion, feel pretty different. Yeah. And I like to use unarmed. And unarmed, by the way, most viable build in the game. And it says, oh, you should use guns or you should use explosives. Fuck off. Fist are the, where it's at, man. Because there are so many perks in it that do really make your fist weapon so... Like, there's one that if you're wearing... If you don't even have, like, kn- like um, knuckles on, you know what I mean? Like, brass yeah. knuckles. You instantly tear through 15 of their protections. And then you can get other stuff just like... Because you when you up, up the unarmed skill, it ups your damage, right? Yeah. And you can get special combat techniques for uh, for unarmed, and like one of them is a ranger flip where you can knock people on their ass. And there's another one where you hit someone if you don't have like a like gloves or you know like any specific gauntlet weapon on. Yeah, it can uh, stun them, and they'll stand there like so you flip them over, and you can literally just sit there and beat on them until they're dead. Nice. Uh, I also like the faction system of new vegas more it's a lot better there's a lot more choices in the actual point of the game and uh did you know that the narrator for uh father's ron perlman i think i did know that i don't know why i knew that but i think i did know that he's awesome and did he voiced i i think he he voiced like ended up like several foul i think like several thousand lines for the ending cutscene thing because it goes over everything you did and the outcomes of like all those choices that you made. Oh shit! It's so awesome. Like one little tiny quest um, where you help these this group called the Misfits, right? You don't have to; it's optional, but you can. And depending on how you deal with that uh, quest depends on their outcome. So, like, if you teach them the ropes, because they're like soldiers, right? And they're mm-hmm. like really bad soldiers, and they're terrible at it. When uh, the end of the game happens, if you like taught them yourself they survive the battle and they become war heroes nice if you talk to them and get them to settle their differences they die but they are known throughout as war heroes that they were like this they put up this incredible last stand you can get them to take drugs to you know combat inducing like you know performing performance drugs so they're like way more powerful and they become like known as like these like monsters but they die you know mm-hmm. inevitably um and uh there's like one other one where you can like hack into the one thing and like change their records and they get slaughtered at the battle and no one remembers them. That's one thing that I do like about uh, whenever I'm, whenever I'm a DM, whenever I'm running a game is I like to introduce different things to my characters that they experience that like will uh, pop up in the world later on. Yeah. Um, one of my first campaigns, I based it off of a sea shanty. Okay. And uh, at the at the end of that 
uh, campaign, I made it so that, you know, if they hear the sea shanty now, it has context and they, they, they experienced it. They were there whenever it happened. So now, now that the, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's cool. You know, cause it was, it was, uh, mainly, you know, very water-based areas. So like it, it would come up often on ships and such. Yeah. I was like, that, that's such a cool thing that I can do for my, my players that like, whenever they hear like this one sea shanty that like, they'll be like, Oh, I, I lived through that. My characters lived through that. That's so you cool. You know what? Fallout does the exact same thing. When you complete certain missions, yeah. they add new songs to the radio. That's sick. That are like sort of like allegories almost yeah. of what happened. It's amazing. It's so good. I, I, oh, you would like New Vegas. I, I genuinely think you would love New Vegas. New Vegas is great. Uh, New Vegas is also very open world. You make a character in your open world. Go anywhere. Do anything. They give you a, a direction, right? And you can follow the direction, but you don't have to. Like, um... Yeah, my, my main thing, as of late, I'm like... I just play video games from time to time whenever I have the time to, and I'm just, like, you know, there to chill out and play the game, not like... Yeah, I think you would like that, because it's a very chill game. I, I, whenever people are like, you need to play the Souls games, you need to play, you know... I think you should at some point. I'm like, I... I don't have the motivation. First off, uh, I mean, you gotta, yeah, you gotta. Like that. That's the thing is like, those games you definitely need to drive to keep playing them like repeatedly. And I don't, I don't think I'd have the drive. I think I'd get you know killed like three or four times and be like, I'm fucking done. Uh I'm not making any progress here. Uh, I, I, I. The the main reason is because I like the games. Is there is no better feeling than that view of because it's a goal right you know like you see the goal you keep going at it to complete the goal and then you feel great because you finish the goal right yeah and the biggest thing about the is um about the series is it helps me it's really helped me appreciate small goals in life uh, i hit a small goal and i'm like all right oh hell yeah right not everything has to be the big and it helps me when I'm trying to make like a big goal, right? Because I, I hit the small goal and the small goal and the small goal. And you're like, okay, okay. I'm making my way there. I'm making my way there. And then you're like, bam, big goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it has that it, and it appreciate you. It allows you to appreciate the things that aren't, you know, because like, for example, right? So many people, I feel like when they're help making something, right? And they go. 10 views right when they hit you know 40 views 50 views they're not happy yeah they're like i mean it's not that much right and they they hit 100 and they're like it's not that much so it's all right not famous yet and they go yeah i only get like maybe 200 views on the video i'm just gonna give up i'm never gonna get anywhere Right. Mm-hmm. And if they would have just continued and they would have been able to appreciate the smaller goals they made along the way, they go, Oh my God, 200 people are listening right now. Like, you know, yeah. you know, I, I can, I can do this. Like, yeah, I keep, they keep pushing, bam, you know, two, two years later, they got like a, a thousand, you know, views and like, all right, all right. I mean, it's not like crazy yet, but I'm doing something. I'm making a difference. I'm becoming better. And then eventually one day they hit, you know, a million, two million, 10 million. Yeah. And, but people are just too worried about, I'm not doing enough right now, right? Yeah. 
you got to celebrate the small victories along the way, but not get caught up in them, right? Because that's, that's that's the thing about like Dark Souls is as soon as you complete a small challenge, there's a new one, but you still have an, a reprieve to celebrate. Okay, I did that, but I'm not done yet. I need to keep going, right? Yeah, I think I think the game is, and and when you talk about Dark Souls and stuff, people don't see it as that, right? People, it, it's a very it shows you nihilism, but not from a aspect of give up it shows you it, it as a way of everyone will tell you to give up but you shouldn't you should just keep going you will get there and it's a hopeful game but from the surface it doesn't look like it and i feel like you know people just don't see it as that ever yeah i've been eyeing the DLC for Mario Kart, but I'm like, I've been trying to save money, so like, I'm like, I can't spend $25 on eight new courses for Mario Kart, even though I want to. <laughs> Is it the only eight right now for $25? Uh, it's 25 but it's for the entire thing, so like... There, well, that's not too bad. There's 48 coming out. Yeah, I mean, I mean... But like, at the same time, I'm like, I've been trying to save up money, and I don't want to just like... Yeah. Like, Here's $25! Whenever I have fucking Lego Star Wars coming out Tuesday. Yeah... Even though part of me is like, I just kind of want to play some new Mario Kart too, and I'm like, nope, nope, you're saving money. You need to stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it also depends how much, how often you really play Mario Kart, though. Uh, as of late, not very often, but I feel like with new tracks, like I think because I, I completed the old tracks. Uh, Pretty yeah. sure I think I've completed all of them. Yeah. I'm like that. I'm not like not. I'm not that big in a Mario Kart. If someone's like, "You want to play Mario Kart?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" But I'm not like a big Mario Kart person. Like, um, mostly because I'm not a super big fan of Mario characters, so I always end up playing as someone that's like not a Mario character in the game. You know what I mean? See, I, I choose Daisy because Daisy's best girl. If I play, I usually if like there's no other options besides like Mario characters, I play as Dry Bones. I love dry, dry bones. bones is a good choice. I love dry bones for absolutely no reason. I just one day I was like, I like dry bones. Yeah, I did brutal. the same thing. <laughs> uh, I, was, I was like that for a while where I was like, dry bones, dry bones where it's at. And then as I got older and I got fornier, I was just like Daisy. I also play as Isabel because I'm like, it, uh, you're into dogs. No, it's funny. To, it's, <laughs> it, 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 first off, uh, fuck off. <laughs> Secondly, it's hilarious to be people in a shih tzu. All right, I'm sorry. There's nothing better than coming along as a little fucking dog and just shitting on somebody. All right. <laughs> also, I have I have uh, Isabella amiibo, so I can do stuff with that. Nice, nice. Yeah. I need to check with my amiibos if I have anything interesting for my amiibos. It'll give you something for no matter what your amiibo is, if I'm correct. Hmm. But it will definitely give you. Like if you have a favorite, I wanted character. to collect more amiibos, but they were fucking expensive. You know where I got most of my amiibos? Where? Five below. They had an Animal Crossing blowout where they had, they took oh, all shit. of their entire stock of Animal Crossing amiibos from like Target and nearby places, yeah, and put them up in there. Damn, I should have. I, I would have. They had like Luke from Animal Crossing, the one dog that plays yeah. the guitar. Um, I didn't get I mean, him. I thought I, it was uh. Oh wait, that's not his name. KK Slider. It's KK Slider. Why did I say Luke? That's my friend's dog's name. I'm, I'm like, uh, you, you like broke me there. I was like, that's KK Slider. Like... There is, I think there is a dog named like Luke though. Mm, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. I, I want, I, I want the cat. I, I, I'm gonna piss. Oh, I want the, the cat. The twink cat. No. Which one? 
the Egyptian cat. You know? Oh, Anka. Yeah. Anka was not in that set. Anka's new. Damn. Um, I I had <laughs> I bought I bought there were two there were two Isabel outfits right. And I was like, I'm gonna buy two Isabel amiibos, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hassle myself with that. Besides that, I have a Ridley one, and a. I have another. What the fuck do I have? I want Zero Suit Samus, but unfortunately, she's fucking expensive. That's another reason I don't collect amiibos. Um, They're like I have Ridley. I think that's it. Because I was gonna grab Zero Suit Samus, and I had her. She was on my Amazon wish list, and she was like 15, and I didn't get her right away. And I, like, checked in, like, a week later, and she was, like, 40. And I was, like, what the fuck? Um, I remember one time I had a, an option to buy Ike at uh, GameStop. And you I should've. said, I, I didn't. And he Fire was, Emblem ones? Are, yeah. Ike is $80 now. Like, I'm glad that I, ha- I have I have Robin and I have Lucina. I'm so glad I have them. I love Ike. And I was, like, I want Ike. Yeah, I have Mewtwo. I have Charizard. I like Ike. I have to say. <laughs> uh, there was there was one point there where uh, me and my friends at school were talking about uh, training our amiibos and having amiibo cockfights. Oh yeah, because you can train them with Smash Bros, can't you? Yeah, and then we were just going to go into Smash Bros where we only use our amiibos to fight one another. And I was like, that's the greatest fucking idea in the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, that shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> Who can train their amiibo the best? Me training my Isabella amiibo. <laughs> now we're just dogfighting. Did, did, I, did I ever tell you about what I did to my nephew the first time we played Smash Brothers? Mm-mm. We should probably save it for the next part. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Alright. So, what did, what did you do to your nephew in okay. fucking Super Smash Bros? So, uh, we were playing, and uh, I picked Isabelle. Right, because I knew it would be embarrassing. And I didn't do anything except for hitting with a fucking fishing rod. Jesus. Uh, and and he got so mad. It was it was great because I just kept throwing with the fishing rod. I was like, stop it! Stop throwing me! Stop doing your stupid fishing rod! It's the most overpowered ability. I'm like, first off, the fishing rod kind of sucks. Like I've seen people easily get around it. And I'm just like, they're just uh, like just nothing but just fishing rod, fishing rod, fishing rod. I don't let little kids win at games. That's okay. I, I believe in that, actually. If you let the little kids win at video games, then... Uh... Look, man, I used to get beat at video games all the time as a child, and guess what? I still do. Alright, <laughs> you get used to it! <laughs> just learn that you're a failure. <laughs> <laughs> you just, um, I, was thinking my, I had this one friend, and uh, his uncle was like, hey, I'll buy you this game that you won, right? Mm-hmm. But you gotta beat Donkey Kong Country Freeze. And I don't know if you know this, but that is one of the hardest Donkey Kong games there is. And he did. He went through it, and he's obsessed with it. He was obsessed oh. with Donkey Kong Country Freeze. He became... the one where you have to play, use the bongos? No. Oh. no. I, could, could you imagine being like, you have to play this video game. You're like, oh, okay, I gotta beat it? Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be too hard. Yeah, here's your controller. You hand him two fucking bongos, and like, what the fuck?! Yeah, he became obsessed with like Donkey Kong after that. He he beat Country Freeze. He hundred percent of Country Freeze. He did all the extra shit. He 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 was like, and then, and his uncle was like, "Nice, that's awesome. I respect you for that, kid. Good. <laughs> you should learn how to be good at platformers. That's like the starting point. That's where I started. He bought him like a brand new video game that he wanted. God, I'm, I'm like, fucking I, terrible at platformers. 
oh yeah, I'm not gonna play Worms either. You ever try to play for... Mega Man? Yes, I don't. I don't like Mega Man. I suck at Mega Man. I suck at Castlevania. I suck at any platformer. I'm just the only platformer that I have ever liked. Like I, I've beaten Sonic and Knuckles, and I've done every possible thing in Sonic Colors. I love Sonic Colors. You're like, but that, that's not a good Sonic. It's a great Sonic game. Fuck you. I love Sonic Colors. Suck my yeah, I'm, I'm terrible at fucking platformers. Not gonna lie. Uh. I'm terrible at most video games. I just play them to have fun. I'm I'm not a pro gamer. There were some games that I was really good at at one point in time. I used to be really good at uh, Budokai Tenkaichi 3. We all did. I was, I was really good at Budokai Tenkaichi 3. Mm-hmm. I used to be able to uh, gauge uh, the, the beam attack that people would use. And literally the split second before it would hit, I, would, I was able to, you know, instant transmission out the fucking way. Or, you know, after a midget or whatever. Yeah. I remember our Jump Force is when we used to play Jump Force all the fucking time. Yeah. I didn't get any better. Yeah. It was always like, you would win and I'd be like, all right, I'm pulling out Kenshin now. Yeah. <laughs> and Kenshin's just so fast that, like, there's nothing I can do. Yeah. And I'm just not good at video games, so like... I knew Kenshin's, like, entire, like, combo thing with, yeah. like, the X's and Y's, and then you'd do the whole, like, combo thing. I'm like, yeah. The, the only character I was good at, at using to beat you was fucking Boruto. I fucking hate Boruto with a passion. I hated him. <laughs> I don't think you ever beat me when I used Kenshin and... I'm not sure. Kuro. I'm not sure. You might have once. Pro- probably once. I think I got you one time with Boruto. Like, fully. I think I took out one of your, your like, main teams the one time, and I think you got pissed at me. Yeah, I, I think I think what happened is I didn't have, like, my full, full team. I had most of it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I switched to my full team, and then I was like, I'm going serious now, and then I, I was like, I can't, I can't lose. I Even though I do, I do, I do hate whenever people, like, Jump Force is a terrible game just because, you know, it's, it's not a good fight. It's not a, it's not a good fighting game, and I'm like, I, I view it as most fucking... Uh, theme-based fighting games. And that is... It's meant for parties. Yeah, you mash buttons and have fun. Yeah, you get a ga- go- group of friends together and you're like, sit down, I'll shoot the shit. Yeah. And just meme. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, you're fucking, you know... Uh, oh, what's the big fucking bitch from uh, Hunter Hunter? The one oh, gets buff. Biscuit? Yeah. You're Bisky? You're, you're Bisky? Watch me break Seto Kaiba's fucking neck. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just a child, please. Yeah. I'm still mad that we never got Merrick. Yeah. That was the only that was the only other Yu-Gi-Oh character I really wanted. I mean, I would love Joey, but I felt like... Jaden, too. I think it would have been funnier to have the Alamance of Heroes to fight with. Yeah. Uh... But I've, I felt like you could do stuff with Merrick because he has Raw, and you could have all three with the Egyptian Imagine, gods. like, you say, and when he did, like, the dash deck, he actually pulled out his, like, freaking motorcycle and sped towards him at, like, Mach 10. I just, <laughs> I want his finisher to be him using the fucking motorcycle with, like, the red dragon or crimson dragon that he had. Remember from oh, the movie? Yeah, when, it, like, a... Because he had the... the 
is a sign. Yeah, like and, and all the side dragons combine into one. Yeah, and have have like the fucking crimson dragon show up and like he runs you down and then he fucking summons like Stardust Dragon or some shit and yeah. fucking just nukes you after he runs your ass over. Quasar, he summons Quasar. Yeah, because he got because it'd be it would be manga, so he could they could pull from the manga. Honest Neos. Honest Rainbow Neos. Neos. They're not from the manga. Rainbow Neos is. Mm-mm. Pretty sure. Mm-mm. Really? Neos isn't in the manga. Hmm. That's where Terra Firma's from. Terra Firma and the Masked Heroes. Hmm. And Elemental Hero Ocean, Woodsman Heat, Lady Heat, Nova, or Nova Master, Inferno. He usually is honest, though, doesn't he? No, that's in that's in the show. Really? Yep. Huh. I, thought, I swear to God, I heard something he uses in the manga. Nope, he uses uh, Ma'at. Ma'at. Oh, yeah, there's that one. Yeah. At the very end. Is, isn't it just called, like, Ma'at or whatever? Yeah. What even is it a fucking convu- com- combine? Like, does it combine? It's a fusion, right? I think he used... Stardust, or not, star, uh, Light and Darkness Dragon and something else. Wing Kribo. Mm. Maybe Wing Kribo. Yeah, something like that. Uh, it was, it was fucking... Ma'at, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Someone's Ma'at. Obliterates you. But yeah, um... Yu-Gi-Oh! is the ultimate plot device thing, yeah. though. That's the one thing I kind of don't like about it, is it's just like nothing but plot device after plot device. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like Vanguard, because for the most part, they, they always, you know, kept it to most of the cards in deck. You know, there'd be a couple that would be like, oh, this card was never seen before. Yeah. But a majority of the time, we're like, here's the same cards that he's been using from the very beginning, but now he's actually figuring out strategies to use them with, you know? Yeah. I, I, I think a lot of it, too, is... um. And they actually show characters buying card packs yeah, and getting cards... From the packs and going, hey, this card is actually looks like it could be good in my deck, and then putting it in their deck. I, I think a big thing too is I feel like in card game, like in Yu-Gi-Oh, it's so easy to set up a plot device though that it like it just flows out naturally. You know what I mean? Yeah. How's it be? This character gets a new card. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not hard. You know what I mean? Or how, how does he how does he get out of this situation? Oh, you know he attacks the moon. The first Yukio is really bad with that. I'm like, okay. Well, you know why? He wrote the rules in two days, and he didn't really know what he didn't want to make it about Yukio originally. Yeah, yeah. Takahashi, uh, he, he wrote the rules in a night, I believe, if I remember correctly. Whenever I was reading, uh, reading through them, whenever I was rereading all of Yukio. I think I remember reading that he was like, yeah, I wrote the rules for the game in a night because I just kind of created it for like a chapter and then it blew up and people were like, where can I buy these cards? And, you know, Shonen Jump went, uh, we need to make this an actual card game. You're going to make uh, the, the manga focus on this from now on. And he was like, oh, okay. At least I'm rich as hell now. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to think about like, uh, no-name manga artists, like, because, like, Takahashi only had, like, a, like a, one other thing under his belt at that time. Yeah. And, like, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh! blowing up, and now, like, 
close to everyone knows about Yu-Gi-Oh! Like, in some yeah, capacity. It, it, yeah, you've at least heard of Yu-Gi-Oh! I feel like you know, most people probably have at least heard of Yu-Gi-Oh! Same thing with, like, Dragon Ball. Like, I love that in the last volume of Dr. Slump. Yeah. It's just, I'm gonna, I'm working on this uh, new series, you know, Dragon Ball. I hope it takes off. And you're like... This man has no idea. This man has no idea that the the literal impact he's going to create in the manga industry. In the in the world. Yeah, in pop I'm sorry, culture I'm sorry, in general. Like, bro, everyone knows yeah. about Dragon Ball. Every motherfucker. Yeah. And it just cracks me up to think about, like, you know, he had no idea going in. Like, you know, you're like, man, I hope this fucking takes off. Like, I put, I put some work into this. I'm proud of it. And then, you know, little did you yeah. know he created one of the biggest fucking franchises to ever fucking exist. Bleach, too. Yeah. He only had, what, uh, Zlive Powder? Yes. I think he had, like, a one or two one-shots as well, but I don't really count those. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like the second time seems to be the charm with manga. First one fails, second one takes off. Yeah, Dr. Slump wasn't a failure, though. No, it was not. It, it was still pretty popular, but, like, it doesn't have the same recognition that Dragon Ball Z no. would fucking have. Yeah. It looks like a failure in comparison to Dragon Ball. Yeah, but <laughs> there, there are some days where I, like, look at Dr. Slump and I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucking hilarious. Yeah. I need to keep reading through Dr. Slump. I haven't, I haven't read a much manga recently. I'm I feel you there. I need to get caught up on my hero. Just I know I know shit's currently going down. Yeah, it is. Uh, I'm, I think I'm either a week or two weeks behind. But yeah, uh, stuff is going down. Big stuff's happening. All right. God damn. It's like I come back and they killed Sue or some shit. I'm like no, no. It'll be <laughs> off panel too because that's how Horikoshi does all of its fucking deaths. Like oh yeah, this character died, and you're like, when did that happen? Oh, you know, during the battle. When? You never drew them dying. Oh, yeah. I, well, I decided to write it in now. They're dead now. And you're like... Oh, that would have been helpful to know earlier. Yeah. Well, they should one on train, right? I think Night Eye. Yeah. Sorry for anyone we just spoiled it for. Uh, it, um, Night Eye's... The, the, the show is already past that point. By a lot. By a lot. And the manga is way past that point. Oh, okay? yeah. It's, uh, that was like f- four years ago. <laughs> I think that was literally like three years ago. And then there's the one other character that did die that, you know... Yeah. Happened off fucking panel and, like, you know, was brought up after the fact. And I was like, wow. Wow, Horikoshi. Okay. Pivotal character. I think some of it is like they also caught a lot of flack for that character. And it especially in america you, you remember the twitter read about that one you know i think people at twitter just need to leave fucking manga alone they don't even read the shit i swear yeah. to god and if they do read it they're still reading it anyways why are you complaining i'm glad i own all fucking Yu-Gi-Oh because they'll, they would go after my valentine next if like some if Yu-Gi-Oh got popular again and they started reprinting the old volumes yeah they'd be like we need to cancel my valentine how dare she exist she's hitting on a child and you're like yeah, and who cares? I it's, mean, yeah, it, it's it's 
you know, shouldn't be done, but it's also fucking fiction. Yeah. I'm sorry, all of us men would love an older woman to come hit on us, let's be honest. Yeah. I'm not going to lie fully if I was like 14, 15, 16, 17 even, 18. Old one hit on me, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's fucking go. I mean, you're think about it. You're you're Joey's age. You're like 15 and fucking my Valentine comes up to you and starts playing with you. I'd You'd be like, oh my god, yes. You're like, okay, um, what do I got to do? What, when and where? Let's go. We're playing children's trading cards? Okay, uh. <laughs> she's, she's just like if you lose we'll have uh, or if you if you give up right now we'll have sex I'm like i give up i surrendered <laughs> you know what i mean even though joey's joey's too dumb for that he'd be like i don't care you know that you ever seen the one guy that tried to get out of him saying that he didn't surrender and his opponent packed his stuff up and left because when he said i surrender he didn't put his hand over his deck because you're supposed to do that and you're like, we'll, we'll rewind the tapes. See, I didn't put my hand on my deck. I'm pretty sure that guy got banned. Good. Some dude recently got caught at uh, some sort of Yu-Gi-Oh! YCS event. And they, they, they caught him on camera. Um, putting an effect bailer into his hand. Whenever he was looking for another card in his deck. And taking another card from his hand. Jeez. And putting it on the bottom of his deck so he still had the same number of cards, but you know. Oh my god. And he got caught for it, and this dude's gonna be banned forever. Good. You know, you know what cracks me up is that, like, people cheat at fucking Yu-Gi-Oh events, and I'm like, why? Do you, do you ever, have you ever heard of the thing that's, um, that world's largest Yu-Gi-Oh deck? Yeah. And they brought that like fourteen hundred card deck yeah. to the tournament because there was no limit at that time. Yeah, and they ended up having to make the limit because of that. Yeah, and I thought it was really dumb because they could do something like this. And he did you know he was like a official like tournament runner, yeah. so he did it. You know, I, I was like, that's that's cool, that's cool. He he was like, fine, I'll become the sacrificial lamb for it. I'm going to enter with fourteen hundred cards. What are they going to do? Yeah, you know uh, what cracks me up is. Um... Takahashi never, he, the reason why we don't have cash prizes is because he didn't want people, like, you know, going super serious with fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! And, like, you know. Too late. They already do. I'm like, you know, you know what's hilarious is, like, people still take it fucking way too seriously. Like, that they're cheating at a fucking children's trading card. I'm like, dude, seriously. I think people cheat more when they're, when when it's just for fun, I swear to God. Yeah, I've seen people cheat when it's for fun a lot too. Why? When like, people cheat at like Dungeons and Dragons, and you're like, "What does it do for you?" I've only fudged rolls a couple times, and that was usually against you know our evil DM. Good. That's okay. Because he he no matter what you do, you always failed anyway. So I was like, "Well, fuck it. I might as well just fucking." Make up my own fucking numbers now. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause he would. I know he would. Nobody rolls that many nap fucking. I've I've accidentally fudged rolls by being very bad at math. Does that count? That too. 
uh like I, i'm like oh i said that was a 19 that was a 17 shit i'm also uh, i mean okay i've also done shit where uh and this is usually me as a player and i, I get mad at myself because like i'll add up my my value of like damage and then I'll forget to add the other value that you're supposed to add. Oh yeah, that like, too. Yeah, I've done that. Like, uh, I think one of the one of our games, I use magic missile, and I just counted up the number on the dice, and I forgot to add the plus ones to it. Ooh. And then like you were like, yeah, you only have like four hit points left, and I was like, wait, I hit with. And I was like, oh if, shit! If, if if someone else hasn't gone before, then if you would have brought it up, I would have let you do it. Uh, I was so I was I just... going to, but I didn't like everyone was already thinking of their next thing, and I was like, I don't want to derail it. It's fine. Yeah, don't 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 worry about bringing that up to me. I I'll, I'll be like, oh okay, that's fine. Um, because I remember the the one the one thing that we did. I was like, I hit him with this much, and you're like, he only has two hit points left. And then, like, I think it was a round pass later, and then it like I realized, and I was like, yeah, God, a, I'm a fucking a, idiot. I'm like, it's a little late now. A round pass is a little late, in my opinion. I'm like, eh, yeah. So I was but, like, it's yeah. fine, it's whatever. But like at the same time, I'm like, God. Uh, me as a DM, I don't, I never full fudge rolls. I never cheat to benefit me. Yeah, no, I never do that either. As a DM, I always, I always cheat to benefit um, the players. Um, I will, if I, uh, well, there are a few exceptions. Uh, the one time that one player tried to, to poison the one dude. Oh well, yeah. Um, That's understandable. Whenever your uh, players. I, I, I will fudge against people I'm trying to murder Hobo. Yeah. If that, that, that I will do. I hate murder hobos. Like, dude, seriously, like, I get it, you're playing a character, but at the same time, you're like... Murder hobos are people that think the game is like Skyrim. Yeah. That is literally what they are. And well, they're like, I well, just uh, this guy. all right, fine, uh, you, you arrest my character. Um, I'm just gonna make a new character that does the exact same thing as this character, and you're like... Stuff like that, you want to be like, you know what? No, you have to play a completely different character now. You can't pick the same class anymore, or the same race. You got to pick completely different things. Yep. You got to play a paladin to learn how to be a good person. Yeah, you have to be a lawful good paladin. Like, yeah, you can do like oath of the fucking crown or some shit. Oath of the crown could still be bad. Whoever you could serve, like, could be an evil, evil ruler. But yeah, like god too many fucking murder hobos in my fucking games from time to time and i'm like guys can can you not i think i've oh, I, one day i want to play a character that um i feel like I, I could i could talk to a dm and be like can i play a character that's like a not good person like right like at the beginning like a bad fight or something and slowly becomes like he wants to change his ways and becomes like an oath of redemption paladin or something i think that, i think that'd be a lot of fun right a fool and like you know i'm like can we just transfer the fire levels to power levels when i make that change you know what i mean mm-hmm. so I, you know i think it'd be fair right yeah and maybe like one level lower or some shit you know what i mean yeah there, there was one thing i was like you know i saw where they were talking about um if you're like playing like a warlock that you know is mostly evil but then like they lose their patron and they, they end up, like, doing, like, some sort of thing to redeem themselves, and they find a new patron that's, like, good, the, they could switch to being, like, a cleric. I'm like, yeah, that's fucking sick. A cleric, or maybe a different, because there's different patrons, and yeah. some of them are good. Yeah. There's celestial warlocks. 
you can maybe find like a good hex but a uh, good hex blade yeah that's like you know like a heavenly weapon or something like excalibur you sick could you imagine a like you, you're like a full-on like are, are you gonna uh be the worst excalibur oh my god no are you gonna be no i'm not gonna be the one from fucking soul eater <laughs> fool I am really super famous. Super, super famous, famous. Super famous. famous. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that I think of now whenever I think of Excalibur, that and Fool. That is it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like Hexblade Warlock because there's a lot of flavor to Hexblade Warlock mm -hmm. where you can just make your weapon like any sort of, like you can make your own special weapon. It can have cool special effects. I like that added little bit you of can, flavor. You know, have a Getsuga Tencho if you want. Yes, you could. You could absolutely have a Getsuga Tencho. You can have a Zengetsu that you talk to. You, you're supposed to talk to your sword. Yeah. Uh, you're literally just a Bleach character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're just going to make a Bleach character now. You're just like, oh yeah, uh... you You do that and then you, you multi-class into Samurai Fighter. Yeah the whole katana thing going and then and then you just play number one in the background ba -da, ba -ba -ba -ba. <laughs> have you seen any of the i think the the stuff for samurai is really cool have you seen any of that stuff for the fighter mm. they get banners that they put down and the banners like buff your team yes i did i did see that yeah and i'm like that's fucking sick but if you do if you play a samurai d <laughs> do you do the samurai voice you know like the <laughs> the old samurai voice you, you have to you have to it's not racist i would say it's not racist it is an accent like i'm sorry hear me out here hear me out here right gotta do the samurai jack voice yeah like is see that's, that's something weird to me because if you do like if you do like a a sort of asian accent right mm -hmm. It's considered racist. But at the same time, if you do a British accent, anyone can do a British accent and it's okay. I like, and imagine like a white person growing up in like Japan or something and he has like a Japanese accent when he comes to America. Everyone's like, that guy's just being racist. And he's like, I'm from Japan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can you, you imagine? Then you're just like Joey from Trash Taste where, you know, he speaks. He knows Japanese better than most Japanese people, which I find fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, he is. He's really good at... He was teaching Japanese people, like, people that, like, grew up in Japan. Japanese, yeah. Japanese. Yeah. And they were like, we've never even heard of the shit that he's, like, telling us. But it's it's really simple stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's fucking great. Um... Uh, sometimes I forget... That, like, I hang out with certain people that aren't up to the same, like, vocabulary level that I am. And you're trying to talk to them, and they're like, what the fuck did you just say? And I'm like... Oh, that's just me every day, man. And, and I'm <laughs> like... Uh, I, I, I use the word befuddled. I'm oh, like, befuddled. What does that mean? I'm like, befuddled, you know, like, you know, confused. You know, like, a little, like, tricked and confused, you know, befuddled. And they're like, what? I've never heard of that word before. And I'm like, oh. Another my... thing is whenever you're around people that like, um, you have a you have a different way of like abbreviating different things. Like, like to me, whenever I say I threw I threw something, you know, I either say I wing it or I chucked it. Yeah. And people are like, 
You mean chucked? That's not a, that's not a term. I'm like, yeah, it is. I, I chuck it in the bin. What do, what do you mean? Yeah. You either wing it or you chuck it. There's no diff- there, there's a, there's really no difference. I mean, I I always assumed chuck it was like you're throwing it down into something. Where like wing, you were just like throwing it as far as you can. Yeah. But like. Yeah, I know wing chuck. I don't use them that much. I think I'm not sure. I, I use them all the time. Like. I usually, I, say, I, up, I usually say toss or throw. But. I, I ended up stopping with Chuck because usually half the time I would get weird looks from people at college where they were like, what do you mean? I'm like, throw it. Chuck it. Wing it. What do you mean? What do you mean you don't understand? I also oh, you're use... from Ohio? That explains so much. That's why you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I, I also, uh, uh, a big thing, uh, I, I mostly just use yeet. Just eat it. Yeah, but that's recent. That's a recent term. Yeah, but everyone knows that. You know yeah, I mean? now. Yeah. Kobe. He's got a Kobe it. Yeah. Kobe is like a term. Yeah. God, that's fucking weird. I I, I uh, had a laugh the other day at work. Um, we got a we got a book about Kobe in. And it's on our new shelf, but it's called The Rise. And the the one librarian walked by and she was like, it's not a really good name for that book. And I was like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> they, they come by, should have called it The Fall. <laughs> Jeez! And you're like, whoa, huh? <laughs> like, it broke me. I was, like, sitting at the desk, like, checking in books and... She just walks by and she just, like, looks at the book, picks it up, you know, looks at the back and then sits it down and just, like, they shouldn't have caught it. I was like, whoa! It's been long enough. <laughs> I was like, what, you wanted to call it the fucking crash or what? What, what the fuck did you want? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is, you know, the fall. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I was like, what? What the fuck? Uh, I'm trying to think. There's, it's weird. Uh, uh, one term that kind of irritates me is is gaslighting. Yeah. Why? What does it even mean? Uh, uh, I know what it means, but like, why did that term become that? What? Who? Who wanted is like gaslighting? That. Um. So the reason it became a thing was. Uh, whenever a pilot light is lit, it causes a person to hallucinate because the gas is coming. Like, the gas is still coming. Oh, uh, okay. But the, the light isn't lit. So, it causes people to hallucinate and to see things. Uh, gaslighting is a term beca- for... for whenever somebody manipulates somebody else to think that, you know, they're in the wrong. Yeah. So, the reason it's called gaslighting is because you're making them believe something that isn't true. Yeah, yeah. I recently learned that like a year or two ago. And okay. I was like, I, and I, once I, was once like, I heard it, I was like, it made sense. Okay. Because I, 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 I was like, I've always heard the term gaslighting, and I'm like, I know what it means, but like, how did it come about? You know what I mean? That was uh, that was the big thing for me. I, was like, oh, I don't know where it came from, but like once I heard, heard the explanation for it, I was like, oh, that makes sense. But I'm like, 
Again, it uh, still came out of nowhere. Another thing that I, I recently learned is a thing. I, I already forget the meaning with the love bombing. I have no idea what that fuck I know, is. right? And I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? Love bombing? What Sounds the fuck dirty. Is... Apparently, it's like a negative thing. It's like uh, it's like a Kindle, I guess. See you, Space Cowboys. Or maybe next time on the Dr. Jump Podcast. <laughs>